podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast and joining me is an absolute legend. Webby is back on the channel. Webby, how are we doing? Yeah, I'm good, Jay. Good, yeah. Uh, been a few weeks since uh, Eddie's spitting brews out and all that, <laughs> you and Steve. No, no, yeah. It's been a while since obviously the Arsenal game, obviously, which I didn't think we... We played that bad, really. You know, no. you're disappointed in the 3-1 result. You know, if things go our way, we could come away at least a point, maybe three. But massive game for us Saturday against a very good team in Brighton. You know, I think it's probably one of the best teams to play. You know, you know what you're going to get with Brighton. They're going to come at you, you know. So, are we up for it? Hopefully, by 10 to 5, 5 o'clock, we've got three points in the bag because we need them. You know, I feel sorry for the manager, mate. You know, with all what's going on recently, you know. Scared of opening a putting a TV on now with some bad in it. You know what I mean? Statement FC from Banton FC. Statement I know. FC. It is, it it's is disappointing, mate. And you know what? I'd be truthful with you now, Jay. If the manager walks, I won't blame him. I won't have really? a go. I won't have a go at him, mate. Look, he's not signed up for all this crap, has he? No, it's you know, it's he come here with the thing of getting United back at the top table of English football. And we're far from it at the moment, mate. You know what I mean? In little bits and we can't afford to lose players. We've not got the best squad as it is, which we'll speak about in a minute. But, you know, I'm a, I thought this year, right, Anthony, it's your time to come on now. You know, you you come over and all you playing in Ajax with no disrespect to the Dutch League. It's not on par. It's on par with the Garden Sunday League, the Dutch League. <laughs> you know, so, and I expect him to come on now. How long this is going to take, I don't know. But then he's going to have to get back fit and all that. But it gives uh, Palestri a chance. I'm a massive fan of his. Oh, yeah. You know, and people say, Sheffield United on loan, no, no, please. And he stayed now, so I really hope he starts on Saturday. It's a good job he stayed, isn't it? Because he could have ended up. Other than that, we'll have now. Danny Wallace. Uh, mate, I'm telling you, it. we're getting down to the, uh, the bottom of the barrel here yeah. with the amount of players we're losing. Obviously, we'll get into, into some of that a bit later on. Make sure you're throwing in your questions for me and Webby. Let us know your thoughts on Manchester United. You can see from the thumbnail about Graham Souness has been firing shots at the entire um, window for Manchester United. He's laying into players before they've even kicked the ball. Pogba's faulted it. Yeah, the he window. loves Pogba, doesn't he, Graham yeah. He's crazy about him. He's his favourite player. Um, so we'll get into that. But first of all, Webby, I want to remind you a little bit about the last time you was on this channel. You came yeah. on with me and stay on the brew, right? Now listen. There's another part to that story. Right. But I think I'll save that to the we're next gonna get. We've started to it before. We're going to get him on the brew a lot more, right? Because this is the Paddock Podcast. In case you don't know, we talk about what's going on with United and football now and all the latest news and all that sort of stuff. Um, on the brew, we talk about all sorts, whether it's films, whether it's United, whether it's years ago, or in Webby's case, some of his mates um, and some of the stuff they get up to. And I'm telling you, right, I've been doing podcasts for about a decade with Stephen Allison and I've not seen me and him laughing like we did when he was on. He, we, he had us in stitches, we were spitting our brews out, we were hysterical. Go and check this out. This is Webby telling us a couple of stories. This was from the brew a couple of weeks ago. Check it was Italian Reds. They couldn't speak a word of the Queen's English. <laughs> so what we did, one of them could speak a bit of it. He said, if you write down as many United songs, yeah. we can check home. <laughs> You're on free. You, on the single on Webby. You're, you, you're, you're on free beard all day. You're on free beard all day. You killed Steve. <laughs> it's finally over. Yeah. So you can imagine I'm sat there with these, with these steins of ale, yeah, with a notepad and pen writing every United song and hold down and not buying a pint all day. I'm done, mate. I'm done. Happy days. Happy days. You've finally broken him. Cheers. Hey, you've done him. Oh my! Writing down songs for Italian Reds. I tell you, I was blind drunk. 
Tell you story. Skip Rat, what yeah. a lovely nickname. Right, oh, hey. Christ. We <laughs> Skip Rats. We took him to Wembley with us. Didn't have a ticket. Uh, I'm so not going to Wembley with us like he's some And we give him a betting slip. So let's bring Skip Rat We give him a betting slip. Yeah, this is the truth. Right. Give him a betting slip. And on it, it said, to the turnstile bloke, let me in, I've got a gun. <laughs> and he's got in. The cup final and half time. Well, we be fair, I'm, I'm pressing that pedal as well, Webby. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm not paid enough for that. In you Mate, go, son. Unbelievable. <laughs> did, did he know this? Did he read this before he got couldn't there? Read. <laughs> I couldn't read. We just told him. We just told him it was a match ticket. Sorry, but he got in dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah, Pedro still going. Mate, it was our mascot for the grey man. <laughs> great time, best time. Tommy Grogan, character. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we invite you back on here, man? You oh, nearly ended the channel. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't do anything good, for about good. a week. I honestly. can't wait for the next one, Jake. Because yeah. I've got to write a few small stories. He's coming back on. He's coming back on yeah. the brew. Honestly, I, yeah. I was crying. Me and Steve were crying about that, and everyone keeps talking to me about that. It was things, asking Jake, me about sorry, that. when I left here, yeah, and I forgot about. I'm gonna got to the door. I thought you messaged skip, me. Skip that set. Edward for the day. Forgot all about that and he spoke to Sam about it to confirm because I, I thought it was a dream in it, but Sam said, no, Webby, you're right. Remember what he had written on it, but we'll save that for we're the We're saving brew. that. Don't worry, right? We're going to have Webby back on the brew if me and Steve can cope um, very soon. So, yeah, he'll be back on there. Loads of people just laughing emojis. Webby is the one, says Ben Sovel. Uncle Webby's a legend, says Mom Chilmichev. Um, Jay's Park says, afternoon, Jay. A afternoon, Uncle Webby. Legends of the YouTube game. You two are. Um, Viva Uncle Webby, says Ryan Yanni. And Jacoya Trot says this was the best brew. It was that was my favourite ever brew. That was my favourite. I love the brew on a Friday afternoon. It's proper wind down tackle, and that was absolutely hilarious. Loved it, loved it, loved it. We need a bit of light relief at the minute, Webby, because Manchester United is doom and gloom FC at the minute. Like yeah. you said, it's statement FC. Yeah. Um, one thing though, right? When it comes to United, I'll admit that it is a bit of a shambles, and that you know not everything isn't rosy, but. I think we need a bit of context as well. We have got a lot of good players and we have got a good manager. And we have, okay, we've lost a couple of games already this season, but, you know, it's six points from four games. Not great, but it's still early doors. There's plenty of time to get going again. Graeme Suness isn't having it at all. And he's done what he does best. And he's started firing shots at Manchester United. He did an interview, I think it was, for the Express. I mentioned it in my uh, Gazette on Sunday morning where I look at the papers. And he just basically said that United wasted the transfer window, this window with the players that we'd bought in, um, spending 183 and a half million quid, <coughs> calls it a transfer spree, and he said it was a, a wasteful transfer spree. We'll get into what Graham Sooness said in a minute. First of all, I want to ask you about this window we've just yeah. had. What, what do you make of it? Are you happy with it? Do you think we've wasted money? Do you think it's a good window? Do you think we've got the players in we needed? Or where do you stand on it? I'm a bit up and down, Jay, I'll be truthful. Okay. We, you know, I think that we could have brought different kind of players in what we needed. We should have brought a centre forward in a lot earlier, you know, messing around. I think we should have gone higher for Kane, in my opinion, you know, put that with what we paid for the young lad, you know. We should have went in for Kane. Whether Kane would have come or Mr Levy would have dealt with United, only time, only things w will tell, but he's gone now, he's gone to Munich, you know, and we missed we missed the ball on that one because I think we're getting Andy Kane in. I don't think we'd have been the too far behind. That's my opinion. But to be honest, yeah, I'm a bit up and down, you know. I'm the back, yeah, seen him in the World Cup, but now he's injured, apparently. You know, hopefully it won't be too long. You never know, he could play Saturday. Uh, I just don't know, yeah, I'm up and down. I just don't think, and I'm not going to come on here or any channel and slag, but I don't think we needed Mason Mount. It wasn't a play we needed. 
okay. you know that's me personally I'm not saying I think he's a great player just I don't think we need him I just think the goalkeeping situation I think it was right for Dave to go yeah, you I know, agree. Who's still on the beer, by the way? He's not found the club. Has you don't, do you, what do you make it out, Webber? I think it's like to to for a player like David De Gea, right? Yeah. Who's what is he? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Still goalkeeping terms. He's got he's another three or four, five, five years six, left. Seven, seven, eight years. Yeah, look at Van der Sar. He was yeah. we bought him when he was thirty-five. Yeah, he's been playing with the United four times in yeah. six seasons. I think yeah. he was or four in five years. Just won the Golden Glove yeah. last season. More clean sheets in the Premier League than any other goalkeeper. I can't get a club. What do you make of that? I find it strange. You know, I find it very, very strange that even the Saudi option was with, with him being out of contracts and being with no club, then he can just sign for someone as a free agent now. Okay, I don't know how the, how the rules work. Jay, you'll tell me that. You're, you no, know no, you're right. You've nailed it. He can, uh, um, he can, but the he thing can sign is for is anyone. Another club, these top clubs thinking, well, he's not the goalkeeper. He, he was. You know, he made a few bad mistakes for us last year. You look at Brentford away, you look at West Ham away, you look at the Everton game in the cup when he come out, someone forgot to press his head and his legs were all over the place. I just think that it's very strange. You know, there's a lot of talk of him the other week got Real Madrid when their goalkeeper got injured, but then they Close signed the kid yeah. from Chelsea. Just find it strange, yeah. I just think that is on his day, he's as good as anybody. And for him not to find a club, if he was 38, 39, yeah. I'd say... Just, do you think the game, there's this argument with De Gea that the game's leaving him behind? That modern goalkeepers now, and when I say modern, I mean almost any goalkeeper in any team is expected to be able to play with a feet, is expected to command an area. He's almost meant to be like that Manuel Noah sweeper keeper or Bartes, that, that type of keeper going back a bit, who likes to play and get involved and he's not that guy. Do you think that's what the issue is or do you think he's just... That, that could be the issues, Jay, but he's still a top-class keeper. The keeper's there to save the goals, not to dribble round players. Yeah. If, the, if you do that, it's an added bonus. And like you're saying, the game's moving on. But he's still a great goalkeeper. You know, we've seen that ourselves. All the Reds on, who are watching this show now, who around the world or whatever, know he's a great goalkeeper. And he had some great performances last year, and it proved that with a golden glove. Yeah. But for him not to find the club, is one, is he bothered? What's his agent doing? Because his agent's obviously thinking, hang on, there's a right load of bugs bunning me made here. Yeah. There's no transfer fee, so we can hit these with a right wallet. Well, this is what someone's saying. I agree, I, I do sort of, I know this sounds contradictory, I get your point about he's been a great goalkeeper, or he's a great goalkeeper. I do think his levels have dropped a little bit. Yeah. Um, Vincent Foucault says, Jay, the Hayes wage demand is the reason for his on ongoing un unemployment. Maybe like what Webby's saying there, maybe his agent's saying, look, there's no transfer fee. Yeah. He's got a good few years left in him if you want him you've got to pay the money he was I think he was the highest paid goalkeeper in the world at United yeah you're probably right Jay. How, how much that big contract didn't we, when yeah. he was going to go to Madrid how much money did he want yeah. you know if, if you love the I know it's all about money Jay and I can come on and say something like if you love the game that's all gone now you yeah. know it's about how much you take home every week but surely he's got ambitions to win more trophies Break more records, whether he get back into the Spanish setup. He's not been in the Spanish team for about three years, has he? Well, that, that was a, a strange thing. But obviously, the, the, choice. The, 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 the manager didn't fancy him. You know, I found it very strange. But as a United fan, hang on, you're not going to really stupid matches. You've got your feet up at home in Ale Barnes. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I hope no United players ever get picked for any team. Yeah. I'd be happy to hold their feet up, but very find it very strange. And time t football, time goes in, in life quick and football goes quicker. You know, with a month into the season now around the world and he's still not found the club. Are you going to see him pictured at Christmas in a bar in Tenerife <laughs> with, a, with a massive got on him? You know, when he's just got on the beard and he's thinking, well, I've got all that money now, sod yeah. it. 
I don't know, because it's weird with Dyer, because at times I don't think he did enjoy it. I think the pressure was on him, because he looked like he suffered from a bit of confidence issues at times, not all the time. But you could see, you know, some of the mistakes he made, you think that's a player that's on him a little bit. But I do feel like, at United, Gary Neville said it the other week, your mate, he said, probably the, the, the job with the most pressure in world football He's goalkeeper for Man United. The, with the that. most attention, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. But if you think of any position in the world where yeah. you're going to get scrutinised yeah. more than any, yeah. it's probably in there for Manchester United Football yeah. Club. And yeah. David De Gea did that, and he did it for what, 11, 12 years, yeah. or whatever it was. So you think if he went to another club now, there wouldn't be as much pressure. He no, could go, no. He could go, unless he, you know, maybe he went to Madrid or Barcelona, that's not going to happen. So if he went to, let's say he went to Spurs, I know he won't, but let's say he'd gone there. It's not going to be the same amount of scrutiny that you no. get at Manchester United. No. It's not going to be everyone you're all over the back page if you make a mistake yeah. or you've got 76,000 fans going, oh, yeah. when you do something. It's going to be different. I think he might come out of his shell a bit. I don't know, it's, it is a little bit of a mad one because I thought someone someone would have come in for him yeah. and you know, maybe it is wages or whatever, but it's a shame because I think David Dea, he's a model professional, he's a good lad. Yeah. I just think his levels have dropped a, a little bit, but I still think that there's clubs out there yeah. that should be, should be knocking down the door to yeah. get David yeah. Dea yeah. because yeah. like you say, he just won the Golden Glove. Still, you know, he's got some pedigree. I just think, you know, maybe he just maybe what? just needs to drop down a level. I mean, I'm not saying he goes to the championships and like yeah. maybe he goes and needs to go to a smaller club and maybe he's holding out. Maybe he's, he's had yeah. offers from like lower league Spanish clubs, or whatever, and he's going, no, I want, yeah. I want, a, I want, I want a big a club. Champions, Champions League yeah, football. Um, I Only time will tell, Jay, but he needs to do it soon, mate, before he throws a few pounds on, then falls out of love with the game. Yeah, You're thinking, well, right. three or four months, I'm not going to train in here. Yeah. Fancy that. Cause There's no like bottle of wine. You know yeah, I mean? well, this so is it. Jesse Lingard, he's, there's links, there's rumours of him going back to West Ham because he's not got a club either, has he? No. He went to Forest, which was a disaster. I found it very strange that how he, how he just signed a one-year deal. I know he was on great amounts of money there, but surely he could have said to them, give us a three or four-year deal and he would have done it. Yeah, of course you know, they would have. I find it strange, but... To be th- honest with you, though. Good luck to Jesse. You know, when he was at West Ham on loan for us, he looked absolutely mint, didn't he? He did. And he he, was, pr- he looked really... And he, he fitted well for West Ham. He suited their system. He... Um, uh, I think he's in terms of goals and assists for that three yeah. or four month period yeah, he was top notch wasn't it he, he, he was he really was top notch yeah. I'll tell you what else is top notch Weber right Manscapes yes because yeah. it's not smooth sack summer anymore autumn is here or fall as they call it in America well I don't call it fall I call it autumn because I'm English. I'm from, well, I'm from Eccles. Eccles I've, I've yeah, lived in Stretford. Yeah. I've lived in Stretford. I've lived in Ermsel. I've lived in Pinton. lived all over me. Yeah. Remember? Been about a bit, but lived in Earlham. Yes. So, it's not smooth sack summer anymore, but if you want to look after your autumn chestnuts, then you need to check out Manscapes. Yeah, using the code DEVILS20, there's a link in the... Uh, I was going to say link in the prescription. No, in the description. You don't get a prescription for Manscaped. You don't need to worry about that. It's not a medical thing. You get a link in the description, yeah, using the code DEVILS20, because... We've all been there, whether it's summer's there, you're unwinding, you're letting yourself go a little bit, or you're trying to get back into the string of things, and you think, actually, I need to tidy myself up now. I'm not on my holidays anymore. I'm back at work. I'm back in the swing of things. Well, don't worry, because Manscapes have got you covered with the Performance Package 4.0. And with that, you get the Lawnmower 4.0, none of that 3.0 business, but come on, man, 4.0. You get the Crop Preserver, the Crop Toner, you get the Boxer Briefs, you get the Shears 2.0. These aren't nail clippers, right? Anyone who's telling you that is lying. These are much more than that, the Shears 2.0. You want to join one of the 8 million men worldwide, which is basically everyone who trusts Manscapes. so they're going to have you smelling nice, they're going to have you looking fresh. You've got a shared travel bag to put all that in. You've just got you covered, right? So... You can go out there, you can make sure that your autumn chestnuts look great, yeah? 
or, or as one of the producer, producer Ethan was saying, you conquers, yeah? And apparently you can't, uh, apparently conquers and chestnuts are different things, but whatever you want to call you, you know what I'm on about. Yeah, so go and check out Manscaped. <laughs> go and use the link in the description. Devil's 20, you're going to get your shed travel bag, you're going to get crop preserve, you're going to get the boxer briefs, you're going to get the crop toner, you're going to get the Shears 2.0, you're going to get the lawnmower 4.0, you're going to smell fresh, you're going to look fresh, you've got a bag that's fresh, so put it all in, and you're getting 20% off and free shipping, yeah? Your balls will thank you this autumn with Manscaped. Link's in the description. Thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast. Um, right, let's get into Graham Sooness, yeah? Talking to ball bags. There's um, an article here in the Express, which I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, if, if it wasn't part of my job, I'd never read. Yeah. But he's sort of talking about Manchester United. Now, Graeme Sooness, as you mentioned earlier, he absolutely despised Paul Pogba. He had an issue with yeah. him. Now Paul Pogba's, Pogba's gone. He's turned his attention to other Manchester United players. And one thing I'll give Graeme Sooness credit for here, he's not discriminated here with the Manchester United signings. He's basically gone in on all of them. They're all rubbish. Starting with the man who's played 20 minutes so far for Manchester United, Rasmus Hoyland. Sooness said, I don't think United are going to get any better than they were last season. They've spent £72 million on a young centre-forward in Rasmus Hoyland, who has not got a great goal-scoring record. He played 34 games for Atalanta and only hit the back of the net 10 times. Now he's come to a league where it's really tough to get goals. So he's giving him a chance there, isn't he? He's saying, well, well, let's give the kid a chance before we start laying into him. Now, he obviously doesn't rate Rasmus Hoyland. He doesn't care how young he is. He doesn't, he's not interested. He's just saying 10 goals in 34 games, that's the end of that. We've seen a bit of Hoyland, haven't we? We've seen him in that cameo against Arsenal. You know what he's about. He's young, he's strong, he's fast. He gets amongst it, gets stuck in. Yeah. He is unproven. What do you make of Graham Sunes' comments? Do you think he's gone a bit early there? Or do you yourself have some reservations about Rasmus Hoyland because of the fact he's relatively unproven? You know, you've got to have a bit of a fact, obviously, the record and the money we paid for him, Jay. You know, it's a hell of a lot of money to pay for the kid, but he seems to have a good head on his shoulders. You know, only time will tell. I think if he gets the right service, he'll put the ball, put the ball in the back of the net. But like you're saying, who are we going to have playing on the wing? You know what I mean? We don't know. Who's going to yeah. supply that? For me, you know, I was, I was very impressed with him at Arsenal at 20 minutes, you know, he hustled and bustled. And I thought Martial did all right at Arsenal. I'm not saying he was rubbish or he was great. I thought he did okay. But it's something we've not had for ages. Yeah. You know, someone to, probably since maybe Sparky, to get, get that stuck in. You know, give him that elbow. Yeah, you let know, him know you're there. Let him know you're there. You know, I used to play with a few players who are a decent agent. Uh, I need to stand on like the centre-ass foot and just like pull him under the air and all that, you know, just to yeah. know that they were there. I mean, I do want Hoyland to get stuck here. I don't know if I want him to do the levels of you and your mates used to do back Oh, no, no, you don't do that. Because we don't want him red card every no, week no, or, no. you know, chinning people. But I get your like point. Sam. You want yeah. <laughs> you want, to get, you want a striker and who's not going to get bullied. Yes. We yeah. get bullied too often yeah. at United. Yeah. And there's a little bit of metal in that team. I think if you look at players like Miners, like Casemiro, yeah. they'll get stuck in. They're not afraid to to sort of have a have a go when they need to. There's other players who, who are strong. You know, okay, Bruno might flow, throw himself on the floor a bit, but he gets about, he'll stick a tackle, yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? But someone like Hoyland leading that line, like you saying, you remember that team with Spiker, you know better yeah, than anyone. Yeah. That was a team that could Centre go that, Centre and half's new doing in the game yeah. before the ball was kicked. You know, usually was probably one of the quietest people off the pitch. Yeah. Very, very quietly spoken gentleman, but on the pitch, an absolute nutcase. I mean... And a top, top player. You remember those games against Wimbledon? 
He loved him. Yeah. He used to smash him all over. Yeah. You know, I've seen him once when he scored, and as he's celebrating, he runs off at Wimbledon. And he's levering people as he walks, as he celebrates. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's Spark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember him at Millwall away? Millwall away, that sounds like 1989. Uh, we're getting beat 1 0. We won 2 1. If we got beat that day, we would have gone like first from the bottom of the league. Right. And we won 2-1 and, you know, I'm not pretty good on him. I'm sure Sparky got the winner and it was absolutely carnals in that United end. Was you down there? Yeah, yeah I was down there. There was only about six or 700 United fans there. Cold blow like lane. South Bermondsey on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Very you interesting. To, you can tell me off camera. I don't, I don't know what the statute of limitations are on things very, like Very interesting, but, uh, you know, Sparky was a great player, you know, and a lot of my friends and even me at some point when he becomes city manager, for that bit of time he was there, it took that, uh, what he had for Sparky, but as soon as he left City, he'd come back. Yeah. But Hughes was a great player, you know. An absolute tremendous player, you know. He's got it the day he left, you know. You remember him coming on the pitch and saying he signed his new contract and a week later he signed for Chelsea. Chelsea he was devastated. Chelsea, yeah. I know. It's, we, it's we'd not signed a contract, but Hughes is great Didn't player. Didn't score a tapping, did he? No. Absolute world. Did you ever watch Mark Hughes' highlights? And I remember, I know a lot of fans won't know where I'm about. remember when a goal scored for Wales over at the volley. Mickey yeah. Thomas was playing Your that name. day. Mickey, I think it was Spain 3 0. They beat, they beat Spain 3 0 at Wrexham. Uh, and I always remember the volley scored against Southampton in the League Cup. Do you know, you know Clive Tilsey was commentating as well. Yeah. I didn't go to that one. If you can watch that on YouTube, the volley, I forget what he says now, but the commentary is mint. Love that. Mint. Go and find that. Also, Clive Tilsey, a volley what, at, at the Dell. Do you know what I loved as well? When we beat the Scousers 3 1 in the Mumbleos Cup. Yeah. And he scored that one from about 25 yards. Over Grubline, yeah. he had his ankle all... I was there, I was yeah, 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 only he nine. His, he had his ankle all taped up yeah. as well, white tape on it, yeah. Brilliant. So that you feel like we've got someone like that in Hoyland. Yeah, I don't you want to put pressure on him saying he's going to do Matthews, but no, someone who's going to get stuck in. Stuck in, that's what line, we need, you know. Hold it up. I've, I've seen some centre-arse come to Old Trafford yeah. or, or playing at their ground, and we made him look like Franco Berezi because no one's got stuck into him. No. You know, I mean, players who are past the sell-by date who've yeah. looked absolutely mint against us, then a week later probably played City or Liverpool and been absolutely destroyed. Yeah, that's but, what... But, but walking around the pitch with a cigar, and I'm thinking, this shouldn't happen, but hopefully he'll put himself about and uh, Do you know what I ruffle want to a few well? feathers. You saw it against Nottingham Forest, right? We got some chances in that game where the ball's been put into the box and there's no one there. Yeah. There was one, there was one chance that went into that box, right? And Martial and Rashford... Both stood near each other, sort of edge of the box, left hand yeah. side, yeah. almost stood next to it, almost like marking each other. <coughs> I'm not having a dig at them two, but sometimes you want a player whose instinct is getting that box. Like Rude was. Yeah, and, and I yeah. feel like Hoyland will do that. I feel like he'll do the things you spoke about, but he'll get in there as well and just get on the end. Um, get involved in the um, in the chat and the comments. Let us know what you think. We're not, you know, Webby's making a great point there. We don't know with Hoyland. He's still relatively unproven, but from what we've seen, he looks like the type of player we need. Do you agree? Um, oh, this is a great one. Um, the English class says, Hughes equaliser, Oldham semi. So good. Do you know what? Mate, I was at that game. <laughs> I was. Drunk as a monkey. Right, well, I was only 14. Drunk as a monkey. Yeah. I thought we won 3-1. It didn't run until a Monday morning when I read the papers <laughs> that it was 1-0. How did you think we won 3-1? 
bottle of bottle of Jack Daniels. That, that's yeah. what that's what made Were me. You celebrate Hughes's goal like it was the third. I thought, no, one. I just thought we won three one. Jay Hinder still have them once. Got no, but one hour replay, main road. What are you on about, mate? Honestly, I came out Drunk of as a monkey with a bloody nose because the guy hugged me, near me. Yeah, he just hugged me. We that, were, poor nose, that we were poor. Oh, that we were day. terrible, terrible. We were much better than Oldham as a team, but we battered him, didn't we, in the replay? But yeah, yeah. players like Hughes, absolute fans' favourite, and I'm hoping Hoyland can be be that. He looks like the type of player the fans could get behind. Oh, definitely. Do you know, you know what I mean? We love a striker, they don't put, they? If they put that effort in, yeah, you know, and he. They fight, and then I've said it on here and on my channel that mm. I want players to fight for that badge. Not worry about the wages, not worry yeah. about the house order there. Fight for that badge. Young, hungry players. Yeah. I'll take that all day long, and hopefully he'll be one of them. And he can come in and score us 15, 20 goals, but put that battle in, put that effort in, put it in for the badge and the fans. I've just club. put a link to your channel in the chat, by the way. Go and have a look at Webby's channel, Webby and O'Neill. Go and check that out. Always good stuff to see Webby on on there um someone's pointed it out here um well first of all smash a like yeah do smash a like as well um someone's asked sorry not point out someone's asked for your opinion on the sancho situation <sighs> because we're gonna get we'll get to sourness in a minute but Jaden sancho he's meant to be having these crunch talks with the manager today they probably already happened i think they're in training aren't they, this morning so hopefully they've had a chat and resolved it or at least you know, come to some sort of arrangement or agreement or whatever. What do you make of it all? Do you blame the players, blame the manager, a bit of both? Neither. What's your thoughts? I just thought it was strange the manager coming out after the Arsenal game and saying what he said about you've not performing. Fergie keeps that in house. No one, no one knows about that till one of the rats let it out a few days later and it's, yeah. then it's all chip paper news then. Yeah. You know, they was going to ask him why Sancho wasn't in the squad. They asked him about Scott. Scott was poorly, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, the estimate he's not been found strange, which you found strange. You keep the dirty washing behind closed well, doors. Do you think he should have done that? Do you think he should have lied or just said he just wasn't available? or Just as an internal issue at the club, then it's right. put to bed then. He did say it's been dealt with by the club. He wants selected today. He'll be up for selection for the next game if he's if he's fit or whatever. But right. I just feel him coming out, Jay, just brings a bigger story. All the press get on it. And it, like now, if it would have been. He's just unavailable today. No one speaks about it now. Yeah. They're still speaking about it now. Obviously, you said today about these crunch talks. I just think it's poor. I think Eric should should have been a bit better by not saying anything. He should realise what the British press, press are like. Most of them are shite hawks, Jay. Yeah. You know what I mean? They are. I'm telling the truth. And obviously, they put a story on United. They, they get a few quid out of it. It's their job, which is fair enough. But I just think that Sancho, after chasing him for that long, you know, the club's shown the interest in how much he wanted him. You know, with Sancho there, he'll have two or three good games, he'll have four or five bad, but I felt sorry for him at first when he came into the team because he was getting played all over the place, then he, he was out of the team, then he was in the team, he needed that run and then he scored against Liverpool last year, you know, he scored at Leicester away. Yeah, the winner, on it? Yeah, and I just thought, right, this is time to kick out. He was a regular with the England squad, he can't get further away from it now. No. You know what I mean? I just think that... We, we're going to keep him till January anyway, so if he gets selected, which he might have to now, Anthony's gone, he needs to perform, you know, put something back into the club, because apparently he's on tremendous wages, I've heard. He's, he's, he's on, one of the highest paid players in the league. Yeah, well, there you go. He needs to put something back into the club. And if you don't want to be there, January, Chara. I get your point, right, about Tanaga. I feel a little bit sorry for Tanaga, though, I do, because I feel it's put on him a bit. At the end of the game, what's happening with Sancho? And I don't think, in his head, he thought it was that bad what he said. I think mm. he's just sort of... His training wasn't wasn't quite there this week, so we've not picked him. 
And I think maybe he's a little bit naivety there. Yeah. Maybe he's just like not realised. Get away with that in Holland. Yeah. Maybe no. like he's not realised how much that's going to blow up. What did you make of the player's response though? Because for the manager to say that is one thing. For the player, and as far as I know, it's still his pin tweet. Let me just double check to sort of make that statement on Twitter. That whatever you think of, of um, Eric Tanag's comment, the reaction has made it a bigger story. Yeah. Because if he'd have said now... Well, he's been, he's been wrongly advised, hasn't he? Yeah. Whether he's done it himself or he's had someone to do it for him. Yeah. A lot of the players do, don't they? They don't run the Twitter account, but it looks like he's done that. Yeah. Wrongly advised, get rid of it. He could, he could have got rid of it by now. He hasn't got to do... I just don't think there's a future there for him now, Jay. Come January, you know there was a lot of talk of maybe him going on loan to the Saudi League. That was some rumours had come up about that last yeah. last week, but it never happened. I just think that today, hopefully, they give both will give the Reds a wobble, you know, yeah. and it, and he's up for selection with Anthony not being available for Saturday because on his day we know what he can do. Do you know That's what the worst thing about it is Jay? He's got potential and he's not proving it. You know, I seen I seen him in a game last year. I think it was the game we knocked out of the Europa League, pulling out a sixty forty tackles oh, on the edge of area. Don't yeah. get me started on that. Jane, I'm thinking, Christ, I ain't, me and you would give our right arm and leg to play for I know, United. I know. And he's pulling out of tackles. I'm going to head first, me, I then. know. I know. He's got an habit of that, Sancho. I don't like that about him. He does sort of pull out a lot. I'm jump down the telly and smash his head oh, in. Oh, mate, it was horrible, that one, wasn't you it? You know, you're thinking if he goes in half hearted, he could come out a lot worse. Yeah. Go and get stuck in. No, nah, he's not that. He's just not that guy, is he? Yeah. Um, Abin in the Super Chat says it's not much of a consolation. But unlike other clubs, we have taken action on players. Other clubs would have ignored Greenwood issue. I think the way we went around that, though, seemed to be the, the wrong way around. It's like we, we decided we we're going to keep him. And then when we got a bit of a backlash, went the other way. Uh, Danny says, massively disagree. Eric Tanag said nothing but other players trained better, so he wasn't selected. If he lied or avoided it, Press would have had a field day. doesn't seem like there's any sort of happy you know, medium here. It's like one way or the other, there would have been I just thought if Fergie comes on after the match and he says, well... Why didn't Ryan Giggs play today? He'll just say, well, he was unavailable. Then yeah. the story stops yeah, then. Yeah. It doesn't, you don't get no tweet you know, from the player and yeah. anything, it stops in the de in the wood. It just goes to dead, no one mentions it again. One thing they've got to do as well, the players and the manager, is if the manager is going to do things like that, which I understand your point, then the players have got to be on board with that. If yeah. he says, look, if I get asked, I'm telling him you're not available. Yeah. Just Because what you don't want is you say he's not available and then Sancho goes, I was. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They've, they've got to stop this sort of disharmony yeah. uh, Danny says Fergie called players out and sold them Sancho Petty Ganacho literally had Bruno call him out several times got on with it and now look Sancho weak one thing I will say about this manager is he won't, he won't stand for it will he no no you can tell straight away you know we've had too many managers since Fergie left who bent over and anything anything like the players wanted to do do you know what I always think about me like and I love Oli I do and I'll always love him but I remember that game against Watford his last game yeah, Annie Maguire gets two yellow cards in the space of five minutes. Yeah. Just absolutely brainless performance. Yeah. yeah, you've got a yellow. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Two minutes later, he does a yeah. lunges in, gets a second major. yellow. <laughs> sure. So he gets sent off. Costs Ollie's job more or less. Yeah. Like that result. And as he's leaving, Ollie gives him an handshake. I just think Ollie, I love you, but you're too nice to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What well, he should be just right. Don't maybe you know what to do in public. When give him a rollicking, but well, don't be shaking his hand. Yeah. It was idiotic behaviour. And yeah. I think that's the problem we had with, like you say, Jose went one way though, didn't he? He went too far probably. Yeah, calling yeah. out everyone. Yeah. Falling out of everyone. Oli tried to do it the other way. Yeah. Worked for a long time and then the wheels came off. Hopefully with tonight we've got the best of both I worlds. I felt sorry for Oli in a way. Because we had a, lo a load of dead wood we had to, he had to get out but he couldn't do it all at once. You know, yeah. like, I always remember the vision of Lukaku when we was on tour in Australia on that bike yawning. 
Yeah. Do you know, because obviously he wasn't fit. He was on an exercise bike and he was yawning for 34. You're still a man and you're seeing those pictures there. You'd be walking home from Australia. Oh, no. I mean, yawning. Yeah. No disrespect, but in our eyes, we're the biggest club in the world. We always have been. We always will be. Yeah. You know, and if he's yawning on a the bike there, I'd walk naked to Australia to get two minutes from United. This is the thing, though. And this he had a lot of dead wood on it and he was weeding them out. But like you say, that, he made some bad decisions. Yeah. You know, and it... The fans could see it, and especially the one he said about Maguire shaking his hand. He's just been sent off, and he's about to cost you your job, Ollie. And he's shaking his hand. Should have punched him in the back of I the know. head walking down that I tunnel. I know. I was raging. I was sat took, here, the, took the captaincy off. Sat him. there where you are, and I was raging. I was in Vickery's road. I was absolutely oh, going ballistic. Good. You know. It's just. And do you know what Jay just seen? Stupid. Do you know what? Seeing some of our fans having to go, Ollie, it broke my heart. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible, but they were justified. They were yeah. justified, mate. You know. Because obviously the start he had was an absolute superb start. He couldn't have got any better than he got offered the job. And I'm not just saying it now, Jay. He should never have got the job. He should be given a load of money and made him director of football and got a winner in. Because yeah. no disrespect, Oli won the Norwegian Sunday Pub League. Yeah. And he got Cardiff virtually relegated. Now, why should he ever manage Manchester United? You know, people... Well, there's a caretaker. Yeah. He was doing really well. And then what happens, right? We, lo we lost at Molyneux. And we lost the, the Emirates. Yeah. We went out of the top four. We got knocked out of the FA Cup. Yeah. And then they gave him the permanent job. Yeah. You tell me how that makes sense, I Weber. Know. I don't know, mate. They waited until his run had ended. Yeah. And when it started going a bit Pete Tong, then they gave him the job. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, right. Let, right, let's move on from um, Hoyland. One thing I will say about Hoyland is the good thing, he looks like he wants to play for United. Yeah, yeah. Wants to be here. That's what I said all along, Jay. We want players who want to be at the Do club. You know not I mean? for money, not for the prestige. Desire to play for the biggest club in, in England. So on Martial, he spoke about this, uh, Graham Sunes. He says, I wrote an article five years ago sta uh, stating it was the last chance to loom for Andy Martial, yet he's still starting matches as their main focal point in attack. He isn't a Manchester United player. He will get you excited and then let you down. What do you make of Martial? Because you sort of stuck up for him a little bit in terms of his Arsenal performance. I've stuck up for French Tony for years, mate. Yeah. You know, I remember in lockdown he went on that run. I remember getting the hat trick against Sheffield United at Old Trafford. Yeah. And on his days, he's unplayable, but he just doesn't have that many days. You know what I mean? It proved that when he went on loan and no one put any bids to sign him, you know. And I just think that he got comfy in that position knowing that he didn't have a challenger really up front. He was playing week in, week out. Yeah. You know, and then I think he upped his game a bit when Green would come on the scene because he knew that Mason could have gone down the middle as well. And yeah. I just think that is it probably best for everyone all around that he, he moves to another club, you know. He may be doing me wrong, he might come on Saturday and score a couple of goals and stay, but the major problem is in staying fit, you know. When I seen him touching his hamstring on that lap of honour after the last game of the season, I said to him, Instead of the he, FA Cup final. He, he won't play in the FA Cup final, you could see him like that. Cost us that, you know. Yeah. And I mean, people go, we didn't beat isn't it? Because of Andy Marshall. We needed Martial. Yeah. You need your best players, and he's better than Vegost. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. We needed him, and he just, again, he's injured. scored last night, didn't he, with his new hairstyle against Ireland? Mate, he bangs him in, doesn't he? Bangs yeah. him in for Holland. Yeah. Just United, I think he scored two goals, didn't he? And I liked his effort and his energy, but yeah. he just wasn't If you had 11 of him, you, you wouldn't be far behind for effort wise. Effort, about to say, if you had 11 men performance wise, you wouldn't be far yeah, behind. Yeah, you'd, you'd be, be relegated. relegated. But in terms of effort, 100%. Yeah. Um, Andy Cole, who is a bona fide. United legend and one of the best goal scorers yeah, I've ever seen. Cool. He spoke about Martial. And he knows a lot more about football than Graham Sunes will ever know. He said Martial has been at United for eight years now and he hasn't even scored 100 goals. 
It's incredible. He's a centre-forward at United and he's played in some fantastic teams. His best performance in the league was 17 goals. He's had more than enough time and opportunity to show United just how good he is and he unfortunately hasn't been able to do so. I mean, Andy Cole, you've met, you know Cole better than I yeah. do. He speaks, he's, he's honest. Yeah. He's not got an agenda. He doesn't, as he says himself, he doesn't play that game. He'll tell you what he thinks. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the experience and the, the sort of, the know-how around striking in particular that you listen to his opinion. And if he's saying, he's not happening for him, come on. That, 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 that's enough for me. I was surprised he come back from his loan period, to be honest, but it never worked out over there for him, did it? In severe, severe, he got one goal in one the goal, League. One goal. They were chasing the, the title when he went there. Yeah. Lopetegui was the manager. And I think after a few games, he called him out. He said, he's just not, he's, he needs to up his game. Yeah. And then I remember he, that. I remember yeah, him calling him out. He's I mean? a decent manager. Yeah, he is that is. the old Wolves manager? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said, um, we had, sorry, we had Semri Hunter on from La Liga TV. Um, and she was saying, it's not happening for him here. He's just not doing anything. Like he's not, she was being quite kind. She said, it's just not really happening for him. Comes back to United, gets another chance. And injuries, like you say, Webby. Yeah. Just injuries, injuries, injuries. Uh, Mayor Amateur says, I agree with Webby. Sancho is a player who has a history of mental health. I think mm. we all have a history of mental health. Uh, a manager deals with players on an individual basis. Same treatment to Bruno Rashi shouldn't apply to Sancho in this case. I mean, you handled it. You looked after him for three months last year, didn't you? come out of the team. You think you'd pay a bit back, you know. He didn't have to do that, didn't no. you? I mean, you're a professional I, footballer, I mate. Think he's tried. Eddie Tanak with him. I don't think he's just throwing him under a bus here. I think, you know, it's quite rare for a player to be given three months to go and sort yourself out, get fit, get whatever it is going on for you, get back to to where you should be. Don't forget when Sancho came back, he was posting on his socials pictures of videos of him and Tanak laughing together. I think he's, unless I'm mistaken, I think um, his profile picture is him and Tanak on on his Twitter account. His his profile picture is him and Tanak laughing together and his his pinned tweet is him pushing back at Tanag, so it's just a bit of a mess. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know what's going on. Uh, get involved in the chat in the comments. Uh, Henry C says, anybody watch that Denmark versus Finland game? No, I didn't. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Dan Burgess says, like the video. Um, Tanag did nothing wrong, says Erland Lenny. Let's talk about Anthony and Sancho. Graham Suness says, I still don't think Anthony or Jane and Sancho are long-term solutions for United if they want to win the Premier League and Champions League. They're still relying on Marcus Rashford. I want to focus on that last bit there. They're still relying on Marcus Rashford. Do you think we are still relying on Marcus Rashford? Because we did last season. Yeah, he was he scored like more than half our goals, didn't he? Or yeah. something stupid. I think without, like. without his goals, we're in not, half, 16, not more than 20 half, or something like that. Something stupid. In the Premier League, he scored. Yeah, I just think well, that we are relying on him. You know. Yeah. You know, we need goals coming from the middle at park. You know, and it's just not happening. You know, and if Marcus doesn't score, some games you think, well, who is going to score? Well, oh. it was this was the issue we had last season. I think if you look at just looking at it in the league in particular, so Marcus got 17 league goals, he got 30 goals in all competition. Bruno got eight league goals, 14 in all competitions, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, yeah. it's reasonable, it I think. After that. Yeah, but then you've got, I mean, I'm looking, you've got Martial, you got your six league goals, nine in all competitions, he's injured for most of the season. I mean, his goals per minute ratio was good, but he didn't yeah. play enough minutes. Yeah. Then you look at it and you've got, um, I'm just having a look now, sorry, bear with me a minute. I know this makes for, for great um, great television. Well, I mean, it's no one really waiting with anything. Yeah. It's just, it, you're looking at the, the players, you think, okay, Anthony, four league goals. Casemiro got more than him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, he got four as well. Yeah. So Anthony's not really getting on the score sheet that often. Then you think... Didn't Anthony score in his first three games? Yeah, and he scored one for the rest of the season in the Premier League. 
He went six months without a goal and assist, or five months, sorry, without a goal assist in the league. Jaden Sancho, six league goals, seven in all competitions. Not good enough, is no. it? Not good enough. You not if, you want, if you want to be at the top, you've yeah. got to be 15. Yeah, you need, you know, like, you look at... 15 goals, 10 assists. Forgive me for saying this, because I feel sick saying it, but if you look at Arsenal last season, you had Saka, Martinelli and Odegaard all around the 15-goal mark. Yeah. When you've got players, three players doing that, that's fine. When you've only got one, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. That was you're just in the trouble. league, by the way. And that's why they were at the top end of the table. Yeah, you're in right, right at the top end, because you've got, if Saka doesn't score, Martinelli steps up, Martinelli doesn't score, Odegaard steps up, then you had other players like Nketiah or Reese Nelson popping up with the odd goal that wins you a football yeah. match. At United, it's like, if Marcus doesn't do it... We, and Bruno, we Bruno, we goosed. Do you know what I mean? Like we're in all sorts Huge, of trouble. Yeah. So yeah, we've um, we do we, we need we need to sort it out and hopefully um your man Rasmus Hoyland can do it. Yes. Coach Zaka Elk says, What if Sancho poses about media and fans and not tonight? What's happening with Anthony? I live in America and don't get how these things work there. Anthony, we'll have to wait and see. There's an investigation going on. Sancho might have been having a dig at the media, but the media were reporting Eric Ten Hag's words. It wasn't opinions, it was the, the media weren't giving you their take on it. Yeah. It was the words that Eric Ten Hag had said. That, as Webby was pointing out earlier, was the issue. Um, Onana, this is a weird one for me. Um, he said, Graham Sunes on Onana says, I think Onana will make them better at playing out from the back, but he will do the most important... Th will he do, sorry, the most important thing in keeping the ball out of the back of the net? I'm not sure about that one. It's very quick, isn't it, to, to sort of judge Onana. I think he's a good goalkeeper, mate. Yeah, I like he, the guy. Well, he played it. Some of the top clubs, aren't he? Ajax, Inter in Milan. Yeah, he's been at Ajax and Inter. And then now so he's we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, I just think that you look at Anana there and he needs a stable back back four in front of him. You know what's going to play most weeks. You know what I mean? He'll get more confident. You know what I mean? For me, I look at the goals he conceded. Obviously, the couple against Forest was a, with a bit. You know what I mean? And then the ones at Arsenal, could he have done anything with a second one? No deflection. And the third one, he's chasing the game. He's come out. He's been done proper by Gabriel. Time will tell, you know, you look at De Gea when he started, the Charity Shield made a right rick up from a shot from about 100 yards. West Brom away, the first league game of the season, let one through his body, and then look where he went to go on. Remember Blackburn at home. Blackburn at home, so you got, Jay, like you said, every time a goalkeeper makes a mistake, everyone's on him. When you're at Man United, Forget the it. universe is on you. Forget Not it. just the world, the universe, yeah. everyone's if on you. If you use it... Brentford or wherever. You want to give a monkey shot. You wouldn't even heard about no. it unless you were there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know unless you'd seen it on the telly. Yeah. Happens at United, and even get goals that you go, well, is it his fault? Is he a bit unlucky? Deflection or whatever. The press, the media, rival fans are all over you. Dan Burgess says, Hi Jay, loving the show. Do you think that having a target man like Hoyland, we could see Sancho start producing the numbers he was doing at Dortmund when he had Haaland playing a similar role? Do you think having someone like Hoyland can help Sancho, Weber? Yeah, of course, because he's got to play what can hold the ball up for him and bring him into the play more, you know. Nine times out of ten, we play the ball up, up United and it's getting taken off us. Yeah. It's coming back with him, hopefully he can hold the ball up like Sparky used to do and Rude and bring the wide players into the game much more and that can only bring not just Sancho on, Ganacho on, uh, Palestri, Anthony when he comes back, you know. So, yeah, I think he, he will work well for him, you know, because like saying, the partnership, the understanding he had with... Uh, Ireland, it was un unreal, wasn't it, Dortmund? So, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be like that, but anything towards that would be a right touch for us. 100%. Uh, Mayor Amateur says, keeping the ball out of the net is also a team problem, not just an Onana yeah. one. Very well said that. Yeah. I agree completely. Webby, it's at this time in the show where we do our Wally of the Week, self-explanatory, someone who's been a right Wally this last week, just gone. 
it can be anyone it can be a thing it can be a person it can be a group whoever you want it to be um, is there anyone who stands out for you as being a bit of a Wally of the Week well Graeme Souness Graeme some Souness, of his comments obviously uh, yeah welcome there's plenty of Wallys my next door neighbour when he started playing that music at 12 o'clock the other night I wanted to kill him what, but there what, you go what, num- what music was that it was you know, if the music wouldn't have been as bad I think I would have knocked on but it was a bit of a bit of Rod Stewart and a bit of jam so it was right on oh, my straza so yeah. yeah it was alright but it's still a wally for playing at 12 o'clock at night no no but I say Graham Souness you know Graham what I mean Souness. I like Souness right I'll be true for you now I, thought I was around watching football when he was in it yeah could play the game, no disrespect for that. It was a, and the nasty side to him as well, which you can see on YouTube. There's one at range where he jumps on someone and, and like, I've done nothing wrong. Uh, big up to what he did for that young girl swimming the channel. That yeah. got to my heartstrings. But Graham, you've had a great career in media and playing wise. Just keep having now, just relax, you know, have a nice glass of wine every night. You don't need to be doing these articles. Are you bored? Is your missus doing your sculling? You want to get back into the public eye? But some of your things are right, but some of them, Casemiro, a steady edit. <laughs> please, call her, please. Well, that might be one of my favourite Wally Leaks ever. For Wally of the Week, I'm going to go with, and I, I, don't, I need to look into this properly, but I'm going to go, it's not even, a, I'm not blaming a person or a group. I'm just saying this situation with the TRA and the club needs sorting oh, out. Because I, I go in the TRA, I love going in the TRA, and we're now in a situation where you've got statements coming out and there's all this arguing going on with the TRA, and apparently there was there was um, reports that they've been classed as a risk group. Um, then the club are saying, well, that's not the case, but they've been they've been you know they were looked at, but who's, they're not. Who's, who's put them as a risk group? I don't know. Apparently, GMP looked at it, but didn't in the end. But whatever has gone on there, it needs sorting. I love going in the TRA. I think the players love it, the manager loves it because it does help generate an atmosphere at Old Trafford. No, it's it always does. getting flagged up. You know, Webby, you've been well, I'm at the other end of the ground, Jay. more than anyone. And it's absolutely great to see. Exactly. It's absolutely it's great the noise, what's coming out and everything. And if that goes to pot, we're back to normal. But, yeah, you know, it needs, it needs sorting. It, needs, it, it does. People needs need to get around the table, sort it out. And hopefully, the manager and Jaden Sancho have got around the table and yeah, sort, sort it out, it out as well yeah. because we need all players singing for I'd the like same to get Graham Souness around the table with a big baseball bat. I'm joking. Oh, he's joking. I'm joking. By the way, we don't advocate. No. No. Damaging baseball bats on uh, Stratford Paddock. No. Um, big thank you to Manscaped uh, for sponsoring this. Big thank you to Webby. Go and check out his channel, Webby and O'Neill. Let me just stick another little cheeky uh, little Mate, link in that. For a bit. I've not been on it for ages. Well, on much on more well someone old. commented then saying Webby's not been on it for ages. I love it, but he's not been on it. So getting back yeah. on. So he will be back on there soon. And we'll have him back on it again soon for as well. That's been Webby. I've been Jay. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Don't forget to hit like, share and subscribe. Thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring us too. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.